Welcome to In the Name of Game. Welcome to In the Name of Game, a video game podcast. Today is July 11th, 2013. Welcome to In the Name of Game. I'm your host, Adri. And I'm your co-host, Adam. And I'm co-host, Colin. And I'm co-host, Knox. Yay, that only took a million takes. Um, we, <laughs> we've got a this great isn't episode. live to tape. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> we got a great episode for you uh, this week. Uh, last week, as you recall, we did a great uh, spoiler alert on The Last of Us. Which I wish um, I could have listened to. Yeah, you, well, you just have to beat the game. <laughs> and then you can have PS3. Just borrow it from somebody. Yeah, I wish we were there. This is simple. Oh, but it First. is. Yeah, go on. Anyway, so uh, we got some cool things to talk about today. Well, actually, some really not cool things, but some some discussion-worthy things. I was going to say that the League of Legends kid getting put in jail is probably not a cool thing. Uh, it's kind of sucky. Depends on how many friends he's made in there. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. For those of the friends he wants, they they probably don't play League of Legends. So. What state? What's uh, you know? Probably. They probably got his back. Yeah. They're they're playing well, League of Legends, all right. Colin, what was that League of Legends website you were telling us about before we started? Um, the podcast? I don't, you know, you know what? It's it's really unfortunate because I think the URL is uh, slipping my mind right now. So, okay. all right, I think we'll have to talk about. It. We'll put it in the show notes later. We'll we'll think we'll about put it in the later. show notes. Okay, so uh, actually, let's start with that one just because you know it's a good segue. Not really. Um, so this kid in Texas, uh, his name is Justin. Justin Carter. Doesn't it sound like a boys band like kind of name? Justin like Carter. it's Justin Bieber and Nick <laughs> Carter combined as well. Yeah, there you go. Uh-oh. Ew. So, the first of both worlds. Um, Justin Carter, who's 19 years old, um, went to prison because he, you know, okay, who hasn't seen retarded like um, trashy. Uh, comments on the internet in, in, in any subject, right? Like someone saying, oh, you're a faggot, or oh, I'm going to kill you, or oh, whatever. Clearly knowing that nothing is going to come of any of this stuff, but, you know, it, it's it's there. And so this kid did something very similar where um, he, I don't know if it was during a League of Legends match, but, uh, oh, it was an argument on Facebook. So during an argument on Facebook over the game, League of Legends, uh, this Carter guy told someone that, uh, oh no, someone told Carter that he was crazy, right? So, um, he thought, this sounds like a stupid young kid's witty, or their idea of a witty reply. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm crazy, I'm fucked up in the head, alright, I think I'm gonna shoot up a kindergarten and watch the blood of the innocent rain down and eat the beating heart of one of them. It just sounds like some any mm. something any normal... <laughs> League of Legends fan would say. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it seems like the norm in that game, so... I mean, the funny thing is, like, it's so weird, and it's such a long <laughs> statement, and it's, and it's so obnoxiously, like, crazy. I would have thought that most people would say, like, okay, he's just he's just being stupid, because it clearly sounds stupid. Like, he, he clearly thinks, like, oh, I'm being so out there with this statement, like, oh, that's really showing this guy. No. I'm that's not. up, I listen to Slipknot. <laughs> And then he goes to jail for that. <laughs> He's like, "No, no, Slipknot here. We got to take I'm, you in." I'm I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and think you're just trolling, <laughs> and not think you're a moron. So yeah, um, 
a so a, a Canadian national took a screenshot of Carter's post and sent it to the Canadian Crime Stoppers. Well, I, 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 I can see the problem already. Well, which is weird because okay, first of all, what the so it's Canadian, yeah, but it's happening to a Texan kid. Like I would think there isn't there some jurisdiction issues, but I don't know. I'm sure they're like, oh, we're gonna tattletale to the United States. About I think I think I think there's going to be like any two law enforcement agencies in cahoots. It's going to be the Canadians and the Americans, you know. Well, the other thing too is somebody might have been a dick and greedy because according to this article here, it says uh, so he's part of Crime Stoppers, right? So it's a nonprofit group that collects anonymous tips and that potentially could lead to arrests. And then according to the site. Crime Stoppers will pay out rewards of up to $2,000 to anyone whose tip leads to an arrest. So not only did they arrest this kid for saying a stupid internet comment, but that means somebody is probably or has already gotten paid for the arrest of this kid. Oh. So $2,000 just for saying this kid's comment is stupid. I'm going to report it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's in jail. He actually has already... Like, I think people uh, got wind of this a little late. So he's been in jail for four months already, which has made him depressed and scared and a lot of things. Um, Probably because he made so many friends. Yeah. <laughs> very, very unwanted friends. So um, he uh, his bail, for whatever reason, is super high. So first it was $250,000. And then um, after that, they doubled his bail, bringing it to five hundred thousand dollars. It's like, <laughs> who's going to be able to pay that? So um, they he rejected a plea deal, which is I don't know. Like his feelings probably like I didn't do anything wrong. I just said something stupid. You know, I wasn't actually intending to do anything like this. Uh, so what's the what's the issue? Um, but on April tenth, a grand jury indicted Carter. Uh, uh, May. Well, indicted Carter made terrorist threats with the intent to cause impairment or interruption of communications, public transportation, public water, gas, or public supply or other public service, and uh, place a public or substantial group of the public in fear of serious bodily injury. So I hate they, Texas. <laughs> they're claiming that a, a group of people felt threatened by this fucking 19-year-old's comment about, like, eating a heart of somebody and <laughs> doing, <laughs> like, kind of... I don't know, it's verging on, like, fantasy kind of thing. That's, that's like, terrible. surreal. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I meant. Like, surreal kind yeah. of, of violence. Like, not... not it's like, like Tarantino violence. Yeah. So, uh, they're trying to do petitions. <laughs> Good luck with those things. Um, <laughs> As we'll see. Yes, it's a petition. Yeah, oh, yeah, we'll talk about that, too. That's called foreshadowing. Yeah, there's a... There's... <laughs> Very good, Knox. <laughs> There's a court hearing for him on July 16th, which is right around the corner. Um, but in the meantime, meantime uh, his attorney is, or his defense, wait, attorney? Yeah, his defense attorney said that he's been repeatedly attacked and beaten by other inmates in the jail. So he has already been attacked no. in jail. He, he's like definitely making friends. <sighs> yeah. yeah, he's definitely somebody's, like, bitch right now. So I can see why he's depressed. They put him on a suicide watch as well. So they took their clothes from him, uh, took his clothes from him, put him in a gown, put him in a very small cell at a very cold temperature with nothing but a surgical gown for months. That is crazy. Awesome. I Man, never to go to Texas. That's just awesome in every way. Man, let's go visit Texas. Isn't it, I isn't love Texas. Kind of, isn't that kind let's of, go on vacation. Like this past month, all these various things that uh, 
have been happening in Texas to make it just seem like the absolute worst, most awful. <laughs> no, no, it's always seemed that way. I know, but like in particular, uh, yeah. this, this month has been like really. I think it all goes back to that drought. That's what it was really. <laughs> when you realized how just far gone Texas was at that. Yeah. But so yeah. No water. Pray for rain. This is this is a, a, a kind of a crazy example of how far people can go with their paranoia. I think. But because uh, people have said much worse online and actually in m- more realistic detail and they just kind of yeah. skip on by. But this guy says, watch the blood of the innocent rain down and eat the beating heart of one of them. And they're like, oh, that sounds like some out of the last. It sounds like Temple of Doom sort of shit. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like this <laughs> clearly thought he was being funny by being so outlandish and crazy. Kalima. Yeah, it's like Kalima. <laughs> Rip your heart out, and you're still gonna be moving. Mularam. Yeah, Mularam. <laughs> I'm gonna take a Sankara stone and stuff it up your butt, and you know, <laughs> I don't know. Hey Adam, have you thought of that URL yet? No. <laughs> We're not. Nope. I can't remember it. I thought you had it on the tip of your I'll tongue remember. before. I'll stuff, remember it. Stuff we talked about before the show. Um, so, yeah, that's something shitty. Speaking of the petitions, though, there is kind of an amusing, yet really fucking retarded petition that uh, just surfaced this week. So, as you all recall, we had a pretty good, interesting discussion, and I guess everybody in general had a really good, interesting discussion about uh, Xbox One's initial DRM and online offerings, like how they were going to prevent people from certain kinds of game sharing uh, mostly physical game sharing, not not digital necessarily, and um, their DRM and and restricting uh, used game sales and all that kind of stuff, and so they they backpedaled and they stopped. And then I I think we we talked about this part. I, I was surprised at how <clears throat> people negatively reacted to them removing that. They're like, oh no, because um, I guess the arguments for people that wanted that stuff was that. Well, <clears throat> this was going to be the console generation that evolved to the, like the next step, you know, having everything become digital kind of I guess in the way that, you know, Steam is. Or, yeah, because when we all heard the the whole announcement for the, the Xbox. Yeah, what was that noise? <laughs> it was Knox. That was me farting in the general direction of that comment. <laughs> So when Go we on, saw the Adam. Xbox announcement, the first word that popped in everyone's mind was evolution. Right? Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> that's, that's the stupidest thing, because it's like they wanted the quote-unquote evolution of, of the console genre, or console uh, market at the cost of every consumer's fucking rights with what they could do with their goddamn games. Which, mm-hmm. you know, you, you got one mentality heavily clashing with the other one. I, I think, um, like we said before, like, they clearly aren't thinking of long-term ramifications of this because it's like, okay, you might be cool with all this digital sh- uh, versions of sharing and DRM and stuff now, but <clears throat> let's go like 10, 20 years down the road where inevitably, you know, there's going to be another console. This isn't like the console to end all consoles by any means. Um, and when you get to a point where maybe this console isn't being supported the way that uh, the current console is, good luck trying to fucking play those games. When you have to always be connected to something and always this and that, what happens when the support for that stuff isn't there anymore, <coughs> or is reduced to such a state where you know, you maybe you're, you can only do things like inconsistently. But no, it's such a tragedy, and it's so you know them bending over backwards and taking it because Sony did 
did the opposite. So it's, a, it's just a lot of really weird reactions to that. So as a testament to that, or maybe it's a PS4 fanboy uh, that's trolling everybody, there was a petition that came out this week uh, saying, no, bring back, uh, well, demanding uh, to bring back the Xbox One DRM. And, uh, <laughs> don't know well, what to think about that. There's a little over, as of this podcast, there's a little over 7,000 people that actually signed the petition. So, first yeah, of all, it's funny because. Well, I'm, I'm almost thinking it's not real because the minimum they set for that petition is pretty low, re- relatively speaking. Like, it might be something like 10,000 minimum, mm-hmm. but it's like if you really wanted to affect a change, you know you're going to have to get a much higher number of signatures than just like 10,000 people. Like for any kind of petition. Well, if they think that this is a good idea, don't you think they already have some problems? Yeah. You know, maybe they're not the smartest. <laughs> well, that's that's a given. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, you're you're pointing out that they need more more signatures, but yeah, I'm, I mean, you can't see the forest for the trees, right? Yeah, but I, I'm sure this is going to be even even if they they got the minimum number, it's going to be largely ignored. I just think it's funny that somebody took it to or tried to take it to the next level. Like they couldn't just accept that Xbox One is going to do this. Like, look, I I understand, you know, in a, a sense, wanting to emulate what Steam does because Steam does what they do very well, and um. If if Microsoft can ever <clears throat> get to a point where they can offer something as reliable and desirable as what Steam does, then awesome. But right now they're they're doing well. Right now Microsoft is still Microsoft, That's and they're exactly, not Valve. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like they're not trustworthy. They're trying to sneak in all this bullshit and this controlling stuff, and you know it, it's stuff that Steam never does. So they're they're not there yet. <laughs> so I don't think this is an, a desired evolution right now for the consoles. Yeah. Just 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 you know how, it won't kill you to have one more console generation that uh, still lets me decide what the fuck I want to do with my own games. I don't know, man. They might not be able to buy that caviar as much as they want to. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, but no, 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 no. Speaking of Xbox, what happened to a? Uh... What happened to uh, the leader of Xbox or Microsoft's Xbox division? So what's his name? Don Matrick? Matrick? Yeah. So he is is jumping ship to jump on a sinking ship. I think he has <laughs> jumped. <laughs> he's he's jumped the shark, maybe? Yeah. Into a he's jumped yeah, right into the fucking shark's mouth. <laughs> yeah. Somebody somebody posted, and I'm sure you've seen it because you know, everyone sees every image, uh, GIF reaction at a certain point. The, that, that weird shark movie where this guy's, this guy, Sharknado. Put, is it? No, no, it's not Sharknado, but it, it's probably uh. just as bad. Where he, this guy pushes someone else away while he's trying to jump off this boat. Like he takes, oh yeah, a life. It takes a jet ski and it comes and eats it. Oh, Shark Attack 3. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's, no, I didn't know. I was, I was thinking you were going to say the one where the plane's flying. Oh. The guy looks out the window, and then the shark eats the plane. <laughs> oh, that's a great one. Come on, guys. This is, I think, this is all I think that's Megalodon. That's Megalodon versus Super Octopus <laughs> or something. We're all about shark tornadoes now, shark- guys. Come on. Get with it. Speaking of shark data, have you seen the commercial for that thing? Yes. The dude, the dude chainsaws <laughs> a flying shark in they half. Got, they got a TV spot. The long way. You know the best part about this <laughs> chainsaw on the cock? He he chainsaws the shark in half the long way is what I said. So the worst part about that fucking oh, wait wait Colin where can you see oh, the commercial the no. trailer 
for Sharknado. Um, I do believe it's, it's at ogsharknado.com. No, it's not. Definitely. Oh, I Shane thought it was OG going through in the long bone. Wasn't it ogmilkbone.co.uk? Milkbone? What? This isn't, it's, not, okay. it's not a dognado. It's not a milkbone. You guys, okay, so anyway, aside from Sharknado's, I was trying to indicate that she is barely saving you guys, you listeners. She's barely saving you. <laughs> oh god, I wish I had never told you guys about that website, <laughs> especially before a podcast, which is like the worst yep. time to do that for for you. Where are we going to buy our milk bones? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so <laughs> Don Matrick. <laughs> Don Matrick. So yeah, he's going to he's going to Zynga to I I don't know try to fix things there. Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it that is so bizarre because it's like they must have given him one hell of a deal. No, I think that he saw what happened at Microsoft after the uh, E3 fiasco, and he's like, "Man, these guys really fucking hate my guts now. You know, <laughs> well, what, what else can I do besides go to somewhere that where yeah. people are going to hate me even more? It's like I've set the bar so low, I might as well just start digging the hole." I think you're right because they've been. I, I heard talk of like he saw this writing on the wall. You know, mm-hmm. like um, they were talking about different restructuring. Uh, things that they could do for the company, and mm-hmm. most of the scenarios ended with him having no power. Oh, so <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I think it was a combination of Zynga saying, "Please save us," and <laughs> and him saying, "Oh, there's no future at this." Well, there's company. there's an interesting trend. Have you noticed? So nowadays, a lot of these big companies, if you have a um, uh, any kind of persona that's in the in the spotlight and something bad happens regarding that per, that employee uh, they don't tend to fire them which would be the obvious choice but they tend to go this roundabout way this indirect way where they'll say that person resigned or they just mysteriously stopped working but like <laughs> as if it was of their own accord and not because like they massively fucked up like uh, him and then um, I think I posted on the, our Facebook group uh, Chris Priestley, who's a community coordinator for Bioware, ha- has been for uh, years and years and years. Um, conveniently, well, not conveniently, because honestly, he should have fucking left a long time ago. Uh, he announced recently that I guess at the end of this month, uh, he's finishing up his time at Bioware. Now, you might think... D- didn't he commit some faux pas in the past? Oh, he constantly does. He yeah. constantly well, does. What, 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 can you name one or two so oh, I can oh, become oh, yes. re-enraged? Yes, I can. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> there's... Okay, there's a... First you off, sound way too happy about this. Yeah, EG has a big cutout <laughs> on her wall that's like a, a map that she just cover uh, with every time i think she has it's up. no it's it's like that stereotypical thing from a from like a war movie where the <laughs> soldiers have a dartboard and she probably has this picture on it <laughs> no I, I wouldn't give it oh i thought you were gonna go with like one of those big war theater tables with all the miniatures like if we yeah, move that's what I thought that. here, like, <laughs> see that's that's a lot cooler. Or like the war room board from yeah Doctor yeah Strange, something like that no but see yes. that, that's like the big board that's more effort than he that this guy deserves honestly so Priestley has been known in okay in general terms he's kind of a douchebag so unless you're on his good side or you agree with him or whatever you've probably come across some instances where like if you ever went to the Bioware forums which a lot of smart people just stay away from them now um, <laughs> they 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 would tend to ban people for having any kind of opposing uh, opinion about a lot of things that that wasn't essentially like kissing their asses. Um, and so he would be kind of rude to people. He would say weird things. Um, the other thing, too, was that 
during the whole the initial Mass Effect three ending debacle, where everyone was like, "Oh God, what the fuck," you know, then everyone was super super mad. Um, he was uh, antagonizing people and kind of, you know, actually a lot of Bioware was doing this, acting kind of like people didn't get it and, and they didn't get the whole artistic integrity bullshit, you know, that that uh, they're trying to push before. Um, so recently. He said some really kind of offensive things. Uh, one of them, most people don't know because it was, you know, a small little blip on one of the forums where, um, I don't know the, the context, but, like, he said something to the effect where, like, oh, if you, if you don't trust me, just lend me your something, something, and then your girlfriend slash wife slash mother or whatever for a few hours or whatever. What? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's so basically what oh, you're nice. saying is this guy's just an insufferable fuckhead. So somebody, oh, no, I, remember, I remember what it was. It was something to the effect Good that, paraphrase, Colin. Good paraphrase. It does like, like an insufferable fuckhead. No, he is. It was something to the effect <laughs> like people, uh, someone accused him of being like mean or something. And he's like, no, 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 I'm a nice guy. Just lend me money and do all this to your, to your nice women in your life. And, and he puts his fedora. But he put his fedora right the fuck on his head. <laughs> Well, that's probably not too far off. So, so that kind of passed because a lot of people don't even go to the fucking forums, so they didn't see that on Twitter. Which isn't it amazing how pe- many people make asses of themselves on Twitter constantly with everybody like instantly uh, retweeting it. Um, Felicia Day posted. Uh. I know, I know, but in this case, I actually feel bad for her because this is fun. yeah. Screw that bitch. Um, so Felicia Day. <laughs> <laughs> She tweeted, uh, wearing a D&D shirt today, and the general manager of this restaurant sent me over complimentary dessert. That is some awesome nerd happening. So, whatever. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so then Chris Priestley <laughs> tweets back, just imagine what he would have sent you if you weren't wearing a shirt at all. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, everyone funny. Asks, Great jokes. I love them. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's, everyone's like, uh... Really? <laughs> what the fuck? You just tell some. Imagine if you were fucking naked in a restaurant. Whoa! You're like. It's amazing. What the hell? So a lot of people got. Hold on a second, guys. I need a moment. Oh Jesus! Oh boy. What's that website, Colin? I need it right now. No. <laughs> so, um, so people commented on this, and uh, he was instantly defensive, of course. And he had his little followers uh, kind of being apologists for him and, and that sort of thing. And I don't – I looked at a bunch of the, the Twitter threads for this uh, to see if he did apologize. He claimed at one point um, that he uh, – someone he says, still, if I offended, you can either accept apologies or go back to not knowing anything about me but judging me anyways. And I was looking through <laughs> his tweets. I'm like, you didn't actually apologize. You just assume people thought, oh, he must feel sorry about this. <laughs> so, yeah. And then someone's, because uh, somebody said, uh, not okay, oh, Felicia Day, I'm so sorry you had to deal with this shit. And then he goes, I, got, I get sent a polite request to leave due to health code when I try to go topless in restaurants. Why? What were you thinking? No, you have not tried to go topless in restaurants, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, he's a big fat guy, granted, but... You know, say, is he, he's either fat, he works at Bioware. He's either fat or he has white pasty skin that would probably reflect all light in the room. Well, that's, that's both actually. So, well, no one from Bioware is coming on this podcast anytime <laughs> soon. Good later. <laughs> no one with the EA collaborators. The fuck out. Um, no, no, no. I mean, I, there, are, there are 
genuinely cool people at Bioware. Like, I'll always think David Gator's really cool, the, one of the lead writers. But there are a lot of people, even in that old guard, that uh, I guess they think they're kind of nigh untouchable, right? So they they just kind of um, say whatever they feel and think that it doesn't impact anything. So a lot of this stuff happened. This happened, uh, I think, a late last month. It was, so, it was at the end of June, wasn't it? Yeah, something like middle to end of June. And um, so last week, I believe, was when he tweeted about this month being his last month. Now, you could think at first, like, oh, maybe he's just done and he's going on to another job. But he had said at the end something to the effect that uh, if anyone out there needs an event planner or community guy, let's chat. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. <laughs> he's the absolute, just... You're the absolute last fucking person I would ever go to. For that kind of thing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> what a cock. He has a fucking internet record of all the stupid, mean, idiotic shit that he said. And he thinks somebody's going to jump at the chance to fucking hire him? Forget it. Somebody will. But yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm not sure. Like they, They're very quiet about this. Like I don't know what constituted his leaving like it, are they saying you need to kind of go after all of this or was it something that's been building for a while or is it something totally unrelated uh i i'm, I'm super curious to find out but i you know think you think you won't find a job didn't that tool that worked at microsoft who was talking about like uh areas outside big cities as being useless and why don't you have a you know a constant internet connection remember that whole bullshit oh, well there was that guy and then there was also fucking Blazinski, cliff Blazin cliffy b well he he's he's just a cunt who cares yeah. i mean he's just an ass <laughs> straight up cunt yeah um but cliffy b had said that stuff even even more even stronger than the, the previous guy god what is that guy's name I can't remember now the one that that conveniently like resigned right after he said that. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway. I, don't, I don't even want to say his name. But yeah, so so that was the long way of me saying like uh, that that seems to be the trend nowadays mm. that you don't see somebody outright getting fired or a comment from the company saying look we don't tolerate this shit which well, would be that's, nice. That, that's what, that's how corporate types say face I think so that they can get hired in the near future. Yeah. I mean it looks it looks it, a lot better it than like. All the time. Yeah, I mean it's just like you. Know, I mean, I'm not surprised. It's like you know, I, I, I mean, again, we don't know the reasoning behind why, why he's leaving Bioware. Yeah. For, quite yeah. frankly, I don't. I mean, to quite frankly, I don't care because I don't care about Bioware that much. Yeah. But I mean, I, it's it's, I mean, it's 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 different with this because it's like like you said, there's a record of his assholery available. Yeah. At at a moment's notice, you know what I mean. Usually, it's like these corporate types who just kind of, you know, they keep this shit in their board meetings or whatever the hell you know rich people do with themselves. But, um, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's weird that it's weird that it, it makes me think that he didn't quit. That he was kind of like, you know, you know, I think it's time for you to resign because he doesn't have another job. Well, that's know? the thing. He definitely. I mean, that last sentence he had in his tweet indicates that he's not choosing to leave because he's saying, "Hey, if anyone wants to hire me, let's talk." You wouldn't be saying that if you already yeah. had something I'm lined totally up. Unemployed. I'm totally yeah. fucking fired now. Please hire me. Yeah, forget I, it. I got fired, but I didn't get fired. Yeah, but uh, I mean. Honestly, he was just a community coordinator. So, in terms of the actual game's development, I don't know how much pull he would have had. Maybe, I mean, since he's been around there for a while, maybe just the seniority alone might have given whatever he said some weight. So, it, in a way, it's good that he's getting ousted because maybe you'll get some fresher faces in there that aren't fucking dicks and that 
have seen kind of this slow decline of Bioware and are willing to like try to lift it back up again. Uh, on the downside, though, um, one of the um, I forgot the, the dude's name, but one of the directors of of the Gears of War games has been brought on to Bioware for Mass Effect Four. <laughs> Oh great! I don't have the article with me, so I don't have the exact guy's like the the guy's actual name. But when I just saw like it was a guy who was connected to Gears of War coming onto Mass Effect Four, I thought, "Fuck!" <laughs> because yep. okay, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, and and maybe he has some totally different ideas that he wants to kind of go with with this upcoming game, which I already wasn't excited about. Um, <laughs> but that just doesn't. It, it my my knee jerk gut reaction is that. Uh, since they did a lot of cover-based action shooter stuff, that they're going to go even further in that direction with Mass Effect 4. Because Mass Effect 3 is already the most arcade essentially, of the Mass Effect games. Like, it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's definitely more action-oriented than the first Mass Effect by a long mm-hmm. shot. Long, the first one was a lot more like you get a ton of items constantly, and you're doing a lot of, like, uh, uh, leveling up and, and kind of, you know, uh, more, more RPG management sort of stuff with, that happen to also have shitty shooting <laughs> like the, the game mechanics have always kind of been crappy for mass effect um but yeah so they're bringing this guy in i mean they could be just uh fine-tuning the controls so maybe the controls will actually be good for once so maybe that could be a good thing but i don't know i i i'm not feeling really optimistic about that title in general so uh whatever um so yeah, there's there's all those those goodies. Um, on to other potential failures. <laughs> uh, they just posted the Rambo video game trailer today. Oh boy! So so. Um, oh boy! <laughs> it's gonna follow the first three films: First Blood. Uh, oh great! First, People are really caring about First that. Blood Part Two and Rambo Three. <laughs> So the description for the game is, in the first film, the shell-shocked veteran Rambo is hunted by an overzealous and abusive sheriff in the woods of Washington State. In the second, he is sent to rescue POWs remaining in Vietnam. And in the third, he fights Soviet forces in Afghanistan. So, um... I think this shows that they don't have confidence in their game because they're blowing it all in the first game. They're going through three <laughs> movies in one game. Yeah, so they're like, probably assuming they're not going to be making sequels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Cash grab. Yeah. And there was all there was that that Rambo Four that came out pretty recently, guys. Oh, and that was pretty brutal too. That's a video game as a movie, right? Yeah. There. The funny thing is, if you watch the trailer for this one, it looks a lot like they just took like ninety percent Far Cry Three, like ten percent Call of Duty, and then. Just slapped a, a Sylvester Stallone face, like it kind of weirdly made <laughs> Sylvester Stallone face onto the. It just it looked like I don't know. It looked like a really shitty version of the character from Turok. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> it was just like well, they got the whole they had the whole bow and arrow like game thing. That's what reminded me of Far Cry. If they made Why a good one, why don't we get another Turok instead? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure who owns that. I thought I thought a while back Disney Interactive or somebody had the rights for it and then i think they were going to make another game and that totally fell into limbo somewhere wait disney so, owned turok i thought so <laughs> what like, yeah disney... they had a they had a chance to do like a pocahontas crossover <laughs> i'm, right? sure, I'm oh, sure disney nice. was like dinosaurs dinosaurs great i thought it was maybe I, i'm mistaken but uh, anyway regardless somebody had had the rights to it, uh, the series and they had been in the early stages of making a game and then that fell flat <laughs> and then that just totally went it didn't even go into development hell it just disappeared 
some uh, yeah development black hole or something. Um, yeah, so so there's the Rambo game. Everything looks really like the I don't know. It's very bargain bin looking because all all the graphics are very shiny, which means they don't seem to have a lot of textures or or I don't know. It just it's, it just looks very wet <laughs> and it's not yeah. raining. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, um, so, he's glistening. Not not good. Um, oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, so Rambo game, don't play that one, <laughs> probably. Nope. However, GTA V also released Ooh. a trailer today, and or no, not today, this week, earlier this week. Yeah, two uh, days ago. And that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I I was telling one of my coworkers, it's like, it, it feels like three or four games put into one, but not in a shitty way. Like they actually. Granted, there's there's not a ton. It's only like what four minutes long or something. The five. Five. Five So um, but everything feels like it's fleshed out just enough, and they're interconnected well. So it's it feels more and more like this is a kind of a functioning virtual world now, that you can do a whole host of things and not just running around killing people. My my roommate watched it and he goes, "Is this The Sims?" Well, that's what I was saying. Like, they they have a bit at the end for like the last thirty seconds or something, where they're like, "Well, we we can't talk about the multiplayer in this trailer, but we'll get to that next or whatever." Yeah. And um, they show that one scene of this dude looking outside his fucking window, which is cool. Which means you can be indoors. You know, like in previous games, they would do that thing like you're clearly loading when you go yeah. into like inside as opposed to outside. Yeah. Like they're just they're separate. So this one looks like everything is loaded at the same time. So he looks out his huge windows and sees a bunch of player characters driving by, flying by, just you know, fully populating the world in a sense. And I thought, wow, that that actually excites me. Like I want to see that multiplayer trailer and see exactly what you're gonna be able to do uh, in that world. I like hope, I hope it's not as lame as it was in GTA four. Well, GTA 4, everything I saw, it almost always devolved into just shooting everybody. Just yeah, it did. But, but now, if, if you can Classic do all these various TV. things, I would hope that there's a, uh, there's a better chance of you actually working together or just trying to do the, like a Sims kind of thing. Like, hey, maybe I can act like I really am somebody in this world, you know? Because I know Red Dead Redemption's <laughs> multiplayer also kind of fell into that trap, too, where it's like... I would do that, you know, that open world thing that it had, and I'd be just wandering around, and there would be people that are just totally always on the lookout for somebody else, and you'll see them make a beeline for you from, like, across the fucking desert, and chasing you, and shooting you, and, and, um, they had kind of a shitty, at least from what I remember, they had sort of a shitty respawn, so it's like you'd respawn way too close to wherever that area had been, so they're already on you again as soon as you, uh, like, as you respawn and try to get away. So that really wasn't very fun. <coughs> but hopefully things will be different with GTA V. But the the gameplay stuff looks cool. So it's like you can do kind of crafting, you can mess with your clothes, your cars, you can go hunting, you can uh, do all kinds of different games in, in one game. So, and it looks good. It's usually, you know, you get one, like, okay, pick three, uh, you have three things, pick two of them or something, and then they'll be good, right? But in this case, potentially all three things will be great. So it sounds like you don't necessarily have to compromise too much. And they're doing the really interesting thing that if it works well, it, it will be super awesome where you don't control just one protagonist. You actually control three. So does that mean when you're off 
being this one guy, then the other two are actually doing real things. Like they're they're doing mm. simulate, like they're acting like they're alive and and doing I don't know chores or killing somebody or whatever. Like that's kind of interesting to me. Like we're getting that much closer to fucking you know like AI basically. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't like make a co-op mode with where your buddies can join in and play different characters. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like. They they indicated they, they did a very tiny taste of what their multiplayer is, but is that the only multiplayer? Yeah, maybe they'll surprise like us. I wonder, I wonder. I wonder if there's a multiplayer that's more geared toward the story or the campaign or whatever you want to call it. I would think that that'd be really fucking complicated though, because mm. it already is cramming in a lot of different variables. So maybe they could do co-op, but then I would think at some point you'd be like restricted, yeah. like you can't jump into the same person accidentally or something like yeah. that. How far yeah. can you push an idea before it becomes too much? Yeah, and this almost seems like too much, but they've they they're like right on the 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 needle's edge. Like they they, they yeah. manage to make it balance just perfectly. I think if you cram it too full of stuff, it's going to fall off at that point and something's going to suck. But Speaking of cramming full of stuff, what was that website, Colin? Oh, jeez. Oh, boy, no, that's your no. first comment in a while. And it was a golden <laughs> one. It's like, <laughs> he's been storing up something. No, he's talking about... He's been, he's been, he's been storing us. He's, he's definitely been storing up something, something on our faces. Oh, God. Yeah, I, uh, I no. just have my fingers poised over the keyboard waiting to hear that URL and waited yeah. with bated breath this whole time. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's I don't okay. Know. I, think, I think they might yeah, have it on Rockstar's cool. website. It might be on Rockstar's website for sure. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah <laughs> but anyway, so GTA V looks pretty damn fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to... I'm, I'm hopefully going to actually beat a GTA game someday. Because... <laughs> the, 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 Never the, beaten one before? That's the thing... This this will be like the danger zone for me because it's like in the previous games there weren't nearly as many gameplay elements as as this one is boasting to have and I've never beaten one because I get so sidetracked with stuff like I'll be on the main mission and then something else will happen on the side and I'll be like oh maybe I'll do this side story and then that links to something else and that something else links to something else and it's like I'll, I'll be like twenty hours in it's it's exactly what happened with Skyrim. I never finished Skyrim because I had so much fun just spelunking and, you know, doing whatever I wanted in that world. I didn't actually feel the need to continue the main story. And part of me kind of didn't want to because I felt like, is this going to be like Fallout New Vegas where, you know, you beat it and then you you can't just keep doing stuff in the world. Like it has a, a finite, you know, ending point. Although I'm sure by now they've probably modded it so that it, it just keeps going. Um, yeah, I... I'd love to actually beat a game, and if we have three characters that are all doing interesting things, maybe that will be the thing that compels me to to actually beat it. Maybe. Uh, maybe. You're going to ride into the danger zone? You said it's the danger zone, but I never finished it. Ride into the danger zone. I didn't even zone. make that connection. Oh, I'm so 80. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, 360! Have you ever, no, have you ever seen the Danger Zone interview? It's the funniest fucking thing. I don't know if I've seen that oh. one. I'll, I'll link you later. Okay. Okay. We'll put it in the show notes too. Um, but the only other thing I can think of, unless you guys have anything to talk about, was uh, the the lawsuit that fucking Putt Putt Golf uh, put yeah. towards Minecraft. Well, I mean, week. I mean that's a copyrighted thing. Putt Putt. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, they're famous. They're famous for mini golf. If, if there's not like a putt putt in your area, um, but they also own swing swing bounce bounce. 
<laughs> all the something, fat whatever fat. hockey they, pucks do, whatever they, they definitely do. own. Fat fat. Fat fat. <laughs> yeah, fat fat. Um, so somebody had made. They're a little vague in the article. Either somebody, a user with the name Putt Putt, or a user made like a Putt Putt esque uh, Minecraft world. So there's something Putt Putt related, but not made by uh, Mojang themselves that that had been screenshotted. And so Putt Putt, for whatever reason, got wind of this. They're like, no, no. <laughs> so they did. Oh, no. They did a cease and desist. Because uh, they're they're accusing Mojang of uh, trademark infringement. Oops. So uh, everyone in Mojang is like, "You you crazy, you crazy." <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, like, how how could you fuck up something that bad? It's like, I mean, how 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 could something be that specious? Doesn't that make you wonder? Like, maybe maybe mini golf's not doing so well lately. So they're thinking I mean, like, hey, this could be yeah. a way to make some money. Nope. Those damn kids staying inside Dude. playing their playing their rock crafts. Yeah. I, I've I've been to many golf courses here, man. Those places are fucking busy. Really? Yeah. They okay, pull so in the dough. It's not them <laughs> trying to, to to suck out money from from uh, Mojang, but it, it's, yeah. whatever it is, it's a, a total misunderstanding. But it makes them look like fucking idiots. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <Have you? laughs> I regret everything instantly. Um, yeah, so I, I thought that was kind of funny just because, you know, you, you... Okay, in other things, you see crazy lawsuits all the time. But usually in games, there's at least some kind of reasoning most of the time behind a lot of the uh, lawsuits. You're being, you're being a little generous. I don't know. Like, well, there's a better... Re- there's usually a better reason than this. <laughs> Right? <laughs> At least there's oh. something a little more grounded in, like, maybe somebody maybe kind of did. It's somebody's, somebody's idea of reality. Yeah. It's it's just really ridiculous. The you, owners of Putt Putt found out the internet existed. That's what this is. You, you know what's weird is, like, I didn't realize this because I never played these games, but there there was a, a series, I think in the 90s, that was one of those, like, kind of, like, edu- ed- ed- edutainment uh, adventure game kind of things called... It had this car called Putt Putt, like it was a car that talked. Oh and so, yeah! Of course, everybody in the comments for these articles goes like, "What about Putt Putt goes to the zoo?" Or what about Putt Putt saves this or that? It's like there actually was a game that had a character name that was Putt Putt, and they never went <laughs> after that. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure yeah. that company is doesn't exist anymore. But uh, yeah, so it's a little retarded. Ah, it's classic. goes to ogmudbone.org. Oh, God. Don't yes. And we've reached, <laughs> that website. we've reached a logical conclusion of that running joke. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I or think... should I say a running just... gag? Oh. No! <laughs> <laughs> I think we had to I'm end guessing it has one. to do with the site, which I still haven't seen. No, you just posted... He just said it. <laughs> You're not going to drag this out it, Ladies and gentlemen, Adam fell asleep. All right. And I think... Uh, <laughs> No, no, no. I heard you say that, but I told you I'm on a work machine right now. I can't actually click through. That's good. Don't, don't uh, click it. Adam, Adam we'll came. Adam you should saw. really check it out when you get home. Oh, I, I'm <laughs> home, but I, it's not on my computer is the problem. Uh, but, uh, EG, yes. I think this is a logical uh, conclusion to the episode now that it, the <laughs> URL has been revealed. You can tell them where to direct their hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's all going to go towards me because you guys don't check the email. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> that's our show for this week. Uh, 
we we will be talking about uh, one thing I neglected to mention. We will be talking about uh, the Walking Dead 400 Days DLC after the show because uh, we're doing a little spoiler alert in case you haven't played it yet. Uh, Adam and I have, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, but for any, everyone else, thanks for listening once again. Um, if you want to contact us, we have an email, which is nameofgamepodcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook group that we pretty regularly add stuff to, funny stuff. And we're kind of slow for a week or two. Stuff but we're from back. Colin, you know. <laughs> huh? Actually, I've been actually my, my postings have been pretty rare lately. Okay. So it, it's oh, better. It's true. Higher quali- quality lately. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Damn. Uh, yeah. Your keys, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have a Facebook group, which is just In the Name of Game, and we have a Twitter where I post all the episodes, which is at In the Name of Game. Um, and if you don't want to do any of that, we also just have uh, our episodes on iTunes, so you can subscribe and just ignore <laughs> everything else that I just said. Um, <laughs> How are you listening back? right now? How did you find us? Well, they could have found us, us through the once again. Yeah, the website. We we have a main website, which is In the Name of Game dot com, so you can listen to this episode and any other episode that we've aired. So in the meantime, thanks everybody for listening. Don't go to ogmudbone.org. <laughs> you will really re- yes. you'll regret it. I'm so serious. Uh, we'll see you guys. Well, maybe not next week. We'll see you soon. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of overtime on the horizon. So. Summer seem always seems so busy for us. We always have these like months in summer where we're really yeah. lacking. Summer's really shitty for trying to coordinate podcasts. I'll admit. Uh, but we'll see you soon. Have a great weekend. Have a great Bye. next time until we see you, maybe. Yeah, that yeah. works. Bye. Yeah, sure. Later. Okay, and we're back now that we booted out um, Knox and Colin. This is our spoiler. And they're never going to listen to this, so we can just talk shit <laughs> yeah, can, the whole we time. Just, we can say the worst things. This is our spoiler alert on uh, The Walking Dead's DLC 400 Days. Uh, I had a chance to play through it twice. I don't know, Adam, did you play through it more no, than No, I just played it. Played through it once, and then uh, I tried to see some of the alternate options mm. on YouTube. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of know, you know, the score then. With- kind of know, but can we start off right up, right off the bat? I told you that my uh, percentages for the end. You know, if anyone's played they the, messed up, the right? first game, yeah, it just said fifty percent straight down the board, and I'm like, it took me a second because I I didn't think that it could be you know some server error or something. Well, so. I, I thought, like, wow, did they just balance this game so perfectly that <laughs> it was divided right down the middle? And... There were some choices I had that were close to the middle, but not exactly 50%. So I'm assuming there is some kind of foul play with your scoring system. I know in the main game, some people were having this error for a while. 
where uh, sometimes when you would finish an episode, it would say 50-50-50, and then you wouldn't even see what those choice names were. It'd be like entry one, entry two, entry Wow. <laughs> so it was just totally fucked up. Sounds like you I got can't like, wait to brag on Twitter about this. <laughs> I, I scored 50% with entry one. <laughs> and then you, you were like, well, what the, what the hell was entry one? So you'd have to go online yeah. and find out all the, the different Or you things. have to like think really hard, like, what was the first major event? You know, when did the game alert me and say he noted what you said, you know? Yeah. But uh, the main game, though, was, I mean, not the main game, the uh, DLC was was pretty interesting. I I thought the approach was kind of cool. I mean... uh, Yeah, it was strange because instead of having one story in five episodes, we had five in one episode. mm Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like, wow, what would an entire season be like? And I guess we're going to find out, right? Well, I'm curious. So by the end... It definitely feels like you, some of those people join uh, whatever that mysterious community is, and some people stay behind. Which is well, all yeah. Right. So, what was your split? We could start. Well, there. okay. So the first time I played it, I had almost like a fifty-fifty split. So, like half the people went, and then half stayed. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm like a completionist. So I'm like, no, fuck that. <laughs> I'm gonna play it again, and I'm gonna get everybody to leave. Yeah, but, I got everyone to go the first time. Oh, really? So yeah, and it w- didn't even seem hard, so I don't know what, what are the major so, okay. things that change that. Um, for whatever reason, it's harder or impossible to get Vince to go with them if you had Danny with you. Like, So if you choose to not uh, uh, save, um, what's his face, Justin, the accountant or whatever that, that guy was that did the pyramid scheme for right. Vince's story. For whatever reason, if you do Justin, if you pick him... Uh, Vince kind of almost kind of jumps at the chance to go to the community. I'm not sure why. I don't so know if like, he's trying wait, wait, wait. to, to find Danny, Justin. Does the, um, so uh, the pedophile, happened. I mean, what what is he? He's a pedophile, think, right? Yeah. Is that what they're dancing around? Well, they, they dance around the fact that he may be a pedophile slash rapist. Yeah. Um, I don't know necessarily so, pedophile. Like, he ends up with you in the end if you don't shoot his ankle? No, no, no. So oh. he, it, oh, because what, you took Justin? Yeah, I mean, I shot, I, I took the pyramid scheme guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, if you take Justin, he, I don't think he dies. I think he, like, abandons you at some point or something. So I'm not sure, maybe Vince's reasoning is maybe he's trying to see if he can find Justin there, or maybe he just doesn't trust people, uh, trust uh, being by himself, so he wants to be with more people. I'm not sure. For yeah. Danny, I think Danny got killed either helping you or doing something. So I don't think he's in the picture if you went with him. So for whatever reason with Danny, it seems like Vince is much more likely to say, no, 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 we need to, you know, stay as a group and and not, you know, be with these unknowns. Um, I think Bonnie, regardless of what happened in her story, will always go to the community because she's always the optimistic one, kind of regardless. The ex-drug addict, right? Yeah. Shell and that fucking annoying little sister of hers, I believe, only go with you if you didn't uh, shoot. What's her name? The girl. That's right. Uh, if you don't shoot Stephanie, Stephanie, right? If you so don't. So did you? Did you shoot her? Mm, I can't. You remember. did. Yeah, that... the first time I did. Wow. Because I was like, fuck. <laughs> I. Uh, it's it at the time it didn't seem smart for me to just run away because they had like we had like no supplies, and I was like, are we just gonna 
go through a wall to try to get away. Like, I, I didn't really know what was going to happen right afterwards. And I still thought that by going out that maybe they would provide, like, a last-minute thing to, like, maybe shoot him instead of her. Right. Because so, remember, if you did Russell's story, at one point, even though it doesn't work, you get the option to draw your gun on the crazy guy. What, oh, yeah. Nate, Wait a second. I think? Yeah, because Nate shows up in a few of them, right? See, that's the cool part. Okay. And then the thing I didn't realize from playing, uh, that most people don't realize from playing the very first time, is that you actually, depending on the order in which you play these stories, you'll see some of the other people in those stories or references to those people. And Nate, being a fucking wacko, is in or referenced in a couple of them. So, um,. He's definitely, he's obviously in, in the Russell one, and in the Wyatt one, he's the one chasing them, right? And what what's funny is, um, if you shoot out a specific light on, on the truck, that same light will be fucked up if you play the Russell one right after. So uh, it's like, yeah. oh, that's the same truck. So it's much easier to determine, like, oh, that, that that's the same guy. And then you know he's crazy after that because he was attacking everybody uh, in the Wyatt story. Um Likewise, we have to we have to give a shout out to our uh, a, a former coworker of ours and friend who oh. voices uh, Eddie, Eddie. Yeah, who's so, pretty funny. So Brandon Bales, congrats, dude. Um, yeah. He did a good job. I felt as it, I didn't know it was him. <laughs> I told yeah, right? it was him. And the Wyatt Eddie story is pretty funny because they they do kind of talk like two kind of idiot regular guys <laughs> you know like dumb jokes they fall flat but like you know they're supposed to and you yeah. know they're a bunch of stoners and it, it's kind of funny well um, you had uh when we all hung out on uh fourth of july you you told me uh you know some of them are funny some of them are funnier and some aren't and so like i actually thought more of them would be funny but this was like oh, pretty the much the only, yeah yeah this yeah. was the only like straight comic relief, you know. Yeah, there was depending on I guess your your order of of who you picked, definitely like they're the light bit. So like if you played them somewhere in the middle, it actually probably helps break up the drama right. a bit. Um, and there's there's a a couple really. I'm trying to think of all the interconnected bits that if you play them in certain orders, you get the maximized benefit. So if you play Bonnie's stuff before shells then you already know about the cornfield because then in shell's story they reference the cornfield like oh somebody got you know after that thing that happened in the cornfield last week or whatever and you're like oh fuck that was one by the way i have a major bone to pick with that oh the cornfield yeah because this bonnie thing the first time i couldn't pull the uh rebar out fast enough oh like when I, I played know, through, th- that's the one place where they have hold down the button and move back and forth. Yeah, I thought it was, and it was the, the first and time, and, and I'm forth. like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing wrong here. Like I'm doing it furiously, like <laughs> pull this thing out, and so they have you die. You're hit with the flashlight or whatever, right? right. And you die. Well, the thing is, it's the old bitch. So well, what's that's the thing. I I didn't. I, I had a little. I fumbled around with it, but I did get it right the first time. So then I yeah. smacked her, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" So then the second time I played the game, I was like, "Well, I know it's D, so I'm just not gonna swing." And then just yeah. fucking kill you anyway. 
Yeah. So it's like, does that mean she was lying? Because when she's on the ground with her head, like, totally smashed open, she's like, oh, I thought I was looking for you or something. Does that make you wonder, like, oh. well, I was looking for you to fucking kill you? Probably. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe they just had to have it be a fail thing, because otherwise, like, how else do you get rid of that character? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there, there have been games in the past where I've been just as angry. I, I can't remember, but, like, you know, Nintendo 64 games or Super Nintendo games that have pissed me off for that same reason. Yeah. But I, I do like that. If that's not intentional, it maybe should have been because that's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, so and then the other thing is that was one of those stories that made me realize no matter what you do, um, really just this is going to be bleak as shit. Huh? This whole game's gonna be bleak as oh. shit. <laughs> well, that's that's guaranteed because it's Walking yeah. Dead. Um, but yeah, so if the first one I did, uh, where I told what's his face Leland the truth, and I was like, oh, yeah, I accidentally killed her. Let's go, whatever. And then he went with me, which didn't help because I guess he abandons her later on anyway, uh, before yeah. she finds that that main group. Leland um, was creepy, wasn't he? Leland, well, they they trick you because the first starting scene before you see his fucking ring and before D comes out, it seems like it's just two people. So when you don't have the context, you think like, oh, I guess this is kind of cute. They're saying stupid, like, flirty shit and I can choose to, like, even if you choose to make her not really say anything, they still make her face do a fucking smile. So it's like you don't really have control over some of that. Um, and then D comes out and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be like the person that breaks yeah. up a fucking marriage. Like, yeah. Right. So, uh, but I just thought like right off the bat, because he's like trying really hard with her. And also he's so much older and like, it was kind of like a, a little red flag at first. And then yeah. it just was a giant warning sign, you know, when, well, it's, it's gross too, because I felt, I actually did feel kind of bad for D cause it's like, they're in such a shitty situation where I'm sure, you know, fixing a marriage is actually kind of lower on the priorities compared to just, like, surviving. And you can see her, like, she clearly know, like, everybody knows that he is not being 100% faithful, but she just is trying to not really think about it too much. Like, she yeah. snaps at one point, which is understandable. Maybe not the best timing because people are, like, trying to find you or whatever. Um, but... The second go around, when I understood it better, I tried to side with her more. But ultimately, when she's dead and or she's dying or whatever, she still says the same stuff, really. So she'll still call you a bitch, even though you did side <laughs> with her, and she seemed to appreciate mo you more in like the second version and all that. So it was a little disappointing. And if you kind of act like you don't care. When she's dead, when Leland comes over, then he actually does the reverse. Like, then he's like, oh, no, D, why did I do this? Well, whatever. And then he's stupid and he decides to stay there. So you're like, at a certain point, Bonnie's like, fuck this, I got to go. And yeah. he stays behind. So she ends up hearing, like, two shots or whatever. Oh, no, not right. two shots. Like, an extra shot. Like, so yeah. they basically he killed him because he was caught with the body. Um, but so they reference the cornfield and shells thing. And I think they also indicate, like, I think you either do or you don't see the bag. So it's like, oh, she probably was one of those people they were complaining about that kept sneaking in, like, stealing shit from them. But she got caught that time, so it <laughs> didn't work out so well for her. Now, theirs was an annoying one because, you know, do you or do you not shoot that, that blindfolded guy that only is speaking, like, Spanish? Right. I, d so, I didn't. I, I did at first because... 
considering like the TV show Walking Dead and all these other things, it's like whenever somebody lets somebody go, it never works that well. You, yeah, you- I think I was just like pressured to not shoot him because Becca is such a counterweight where she's like, kill them all. Like, yeah. Shoot everybody. I want to play with zombies. I really don't like know? Becca. Like they, they, well, they don't really trick you. Like she's, she's a, a, a young girl that you see at the beginning and she's playing guitar and whatever. So I think your first instinctive thing is like, oh, is this going to be this game's like Clementine? Not even close. Yeah, I, they did that to, you know, throw us all off. Like, oh, you're not expecting another Clementine, are you? This kid's going to be a little dick. Like, even when you try to do comments towards her that try to give her better values and stuff, she'll still end up saying the same stuff regardless. Yeah, of it doesn't take. It doesn't take. Yeah. Um, so I tried one where I shot the guy, and I, and then that makes everything super depresso version like later like you're still like everything's still in lockdown no matter what you do because then they screw you over by if you don't shoot the guy then he does come back eventually and kills Boyd or something the, the old black guy yeah um so which is just totally off screen which kind of pissed me off because it's like come on guys mm. <laughs> so like, wait I have a kind of a, a tangent here but did you have uh, the subtitles on when you were playing yes Okay, did it throw you off a little bit when Boyd was speaking? Was his were his subtitles oh, red? So it wasn't Boyd, that was Clive. Oh, Clive. Clive it was red and I was like is that, it makes it look like he's like a bad guy or something? Yeah, exactly. Like everyone else was kind of a, a subtler shade of something and his is like a violent red and I'm like Yeah, I'm not sh- I'm really not sure the reasoning for that. I, I thought like the other people's uh, text are slightly different colors, but not that dramatically different. So my assumption was like, oh, maybe because it's a scene f- of like five people, they're just kind of going through the range of colors. And usually you're only dealing with scenes with like a handful of people. So maybe they didn't yeah. like, get to the red color, basically. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was just to indicate he was talking. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, weird uh, that, oh, what? they have a neat reference to fucking Vernon uh, in that in that particular scene. Where Boyd says, uh, you know, it's not other people's fault we got fucked up. It's our own fault. Because after Vernon took that boat, everything went downhill from there. And I'm like, yeah, see? That's yeah. What fuckers get for taking my goddamn boat <laughs> from me in the first game. Uh, yeah, and then they also had, um, what was the thing? When you were uh, Russell, oh, God. you hit on the side of the road. So if you want the reunion achievement... <laughs> Oh, so creepy. They had to call it Reunion, you fucking creeps. So, did you have Carly dead or did you have Doug dead? I had Carly. So I had Doug. And at the time, I didn't know it was Doug because he just looks like a... a you know, he looks at a, a, a zombie body across the street before that shot. So I'm like, oh, is this just like another zombie body? Like, it didn't take at the first time around until I saw the achievement pop up. And I'm like, Reunion? What? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know... I could tell that it was her right away because of the hair right. and like they just had her eyes missing and stuff. Yeah, and, had like a maggot going through the eye socket yeah. or something gross like that. Um, yeah, so there's there's some cool things. I think if you do Vince's at the very no, it's not the beginning. Around the time where they they see the zombie attack outside the bus and Vince's story, I yeah. think if you, apparently if you look closely, you're supposed to be able to see Steph and Becca. Run, oh, not Steph, uh, Shell and Becca running away from zombies or something like that. Like it's a lot of stuff you don't really notice the first time around. Like you just think it's like random people escaping zombies. Yeah. And. 
that that really quick shot they had at the very beginning of the DLC when the truck stop when the truck stop was like pre-zombie. There's supposed to be um, Duck and uh, what's his face? Uh, am I oh, what his dad? Yeah. Um, am I for- blanking on his name though? Yeah. With a hat. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. He was such a major character. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember his name. Uh, oh, Kenny Jr. Kenny, it's Kenny. Kenny, Kenny. Yeah, Duck <laughs> is Kenny Jr. Right, right. You're right. So. Wait, that's how you remembered it from Duck's actual name? That's funny. Well, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, I have no idea. So you see Kenny it. and Duck uh, getting out of the truck, like at the beginning, which I didn't notice the first time because I wasn't paying attention, uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, what was the other connected bit? So there's Wyatt and Eddie, which they don't really connect with the other people except for the truck. Oh, the, the zombie watchdogs that they have in Shell's story. Um, they, yeah. they can, the old lady is always the old lady. Cause remember she right. was shot by Nate, presumably. Um, and she was wounded in that scene. So she, she just always dies. But yeah. the, the, the first watchdog guy can be either that fucking cop that ran away when you're like, Hey, help us or whatever. And then he says, fuck this and runs out of the bus. Yeah. Or, that's who died for me. It, or it can be the old man that was in the diner that was shooting at you in Russell's story if, you have to agree to kill them? No, 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 you don't. You just have to be... I was really confrontational. Instead of saying, fuck this and leaving, which is one of the options, like, I'm not going to be a part of this, I asked... There's a point where the old man says something like, you you came back to finish what you started or whatever, and most people I've noticed, like, from watching the videos, would be like, we haven't even been here before, old man. But then there's an option in, like, the middle that says, what is he yeah. talking about? <laughs> so I had him say that to Nate, and then... Nate is really evasive. So then for that run through, I had Russell press the issue more like saying like, what is up with you? Like, I can't remember the exact, exact uh, dialogue choices, but it was less I'm getting out of here and more like confrontational towards Nate. And then at a certain point you're going blah, 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 blah. And he's like, fuck this. And he just like shoots the guy while you're talking. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then Russell's shocked. And then that, that's a whole, that's a whole weird thing because then both of them are dead and, Russell's still there. So it said something weird in the upper left corner, like Nate decides to keep you around or something like that. And I'm like, oh God, is this going to fuck up Russell because he was hanging out with Nate longer than normal? But it kind of seems like it didn't just because at the end where the lady's trying to get them to join the community, he still says the same non-trusting things in both of my game playthroughs. Like, ah, I don't trust these guys. It could be really bad. Um, and the only way I got him to go with the community the second time around was there's that option that you can have the lady Watavia say, um, it's like, maybe you're, you might find friends or family there. And then that's what made Wyatt in my game go in my second game go, because I swapped it around where Wyatt stayed in the car and Eddie went out because my feeling was Eddie, it's your fault. You hit the guy, you go check. (laughs) Yeah. I, I won rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Oh, you actually won it. I lost it the first time, my first playthrough, so I walked outside and I did the thing, and then he had to run out. I mean, I'm like, fuck. But the second time around, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, no, you need to own up to whatever you did, and you need to go out and do it. Why are you putting me in danger yeah. <laughs> when, when you were the one that hit the guy and, and decided to go off-roading? Um, <laughs> yeah, so stupid. So, uh, yeah, so he, Wyatt says, well, maybe Eddie's there, and then uh russell says is anyone from statesboro there 
And then Tavi's like, well, yeah, we, we had some people from Statesboro. I don't know which ones. And then he's like, hmm. And then he decides to go. So I managed to get everybody in the second playthrough, which was good. Because I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to have to do like a third one because I had already felt like I was starting to see all the alternates for the uh, for the mini stories. Yeah. But this is what I don't get. So you could potentially only have I mean the other ones I think could decide not to go. So I think Bonnie is the only one that will always go. So you could potentially have a, a ending where only Bonnie went to the community. Wow. So how the fuck does that happen? I mean, what happens in the second game? if you have a ton of people not going to that community? Like, yeah, are they right. going to do some story thing where they all end up through some story excuse, like, all going there anyway? Or... Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like that would be too far branching. That would be really complicated. Yeah. But then again, they did just cram five stories into one episode, so maybe they're up for a challenge this year. I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps. That, yeah. But I, I liked um, I liked the the individual approach to it because it, it it made it feel not like the typical DLC because I was starting to wonder like okay you guys clearly aren't going to have Lee and, and Clementine or or anything related to that group so it has to be a fresh start so it has yeah. to be an interesting approach to the fresh start otherwise you know if it's one story you're automatically going to be comparing that to the Lee Clem story. And you're right. like, well, that other story was so much better. How could, how can you even have me start over these other people? But this, yeah, is they're kind of protecting their asses because now it could be like, well, this this storyline was really good. One was weak, but you know there were some good ones. And they have that intrigue at the end because, I, just like everyone else, uh, I'm the one wondering, like, well, how is this going to lead into the second game? Which it feels like it should somehow. I just really don't like Becca. God, just shoot that kid. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be as annoying as Carl is in the TV show. You know what would be interesting, though, is if those two people on the hill for the um, the main game, you know, at the end, what, the two people, yeah. Clem, if, if, like, what if what if that's Shell and, and, and Becca or something? Like, if Becca ends up having some confrontation with Clem, I would really be interested to see what happens there. Because Clem, she's gone through... Poor Clementine. She's gone through so much stuff, but she's been able to stay, stay so strong and have somebody like Lee like protect her and teach her and you know, uh, give her a lot of skills for surviving that Becca clearly doesn't have. That maybe Clem would end up being kind of a badass later on, you know? Yeah. Like right. she, she seems a lot younger than Becca, or Becca just seems taller or something. Like so, age-wise, it seems like Becca is technically older, but not as like survival savvy as Clem has had to become. Because Clem got the the shooting lessons, she she got the survival know-how about the, her hair and like just the mentality, and she's had to like stab zombies and stuff too. So it's like <laughs> she, she is, you know, the whole. It's been like a whole trial by fire thing for her, and she survived. So I would think she would be pretty badass. Like, if Becca starts to be a little bitch <laughs> and starts saying like, "Oh, I think I'm, you know, I'm a hard ass or whatever." No, Clem actually is the hard ass, but she's probably still kind about it too. Yeah, so she's gonna. It's gonna actually make Clem seem more awesome because you're gonna have some annoying little trollop like <laughs> like uh, Becca to to play off of that. You know, so that could work really well uh, plot wise. It's like, this is what would have happened if Lee hadn't been there for Clem, perhaps. Like, maybe right. she would have gone, like, to this alternate version of Clem that was shittier or something. 
Um, that's a good, yeah, it's a good counterbalance. Definitely, but I, I'm not sure, like, are we going to get a moment like that in the next game? But, yeah. But, uh, good writing. Like, they managed to bring in a bunch of new characters, have them all feel very different, have, have them all um, stay at least a, a fair deal. Like, they're, they're fairly compelling. Some more than others, obviously. But, um... I, I wasn't sure they'd be able to pull off having a new crew be as interesting as the previous crew and, and right. as dysfunctional, <laughs> but potentially it's there. I mean, well, they can always throw in the dysfunction by just making someone crazy, you yeah. know, <laughs> like it's, it's hard to tell because when you do the, the community decision thing at the end, you haven't actually seen them interact as a group. So yeah. maybe they don't get along great or maybe they really do. But we, we can't really tell because they're afraid of splitting up, sure. But, I mean, they could be a very dysfunctional group and just be afraid of splitting up because then that goes from something at least you're familiar with to something you're totally not familiar with. And right. a lot of people will often still choose the dif- dysfunctional thing over the unknown. So, um, yeah. I don't know, any other thoughts? I feel like I'm missing something. But um, Is there anyone that we didn't really talk about? So there's Wyatt... There's Russell. Russell, Vince, Bonnie. Bonnie. Not. Yeah, we. I think we hit everyone, yeah. Oh, well, we didn't really talk about, um, uh, you know, like the uh, ending, the epilogue. You know, when when we are in uh, Tavia's uh, perspective, you know. Right. Well, from Tavia's perspective, she seems... They, they clearly want to make her seem like a trustworthy person because we get to be her. Uh, right when she's not around the other people. And you also hear that person on the intercom, not intercom, on the walkie-talkie who doesn't sound nuts or doesn't say anything like, oh, don't be sure to, 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 I don't know, steal from him. Like, he doesn't say anything like, yeah, we're going to fuck these guys up when they come over, you know? Like, it seems like maybe they are legit and they do want just good people because he's like, don't forget, we're, you know, we're trying to build a good community here. So I have no reason to believe that they're going to be a bunch of creepy Woodbury types, you know? Yeah, it, it's weird because it's we've already been switching from so many characters while we're playing the game, but during that moment, I thought back to Last of Us when you are, you know, in the end, you're no longer Joel. Oh. You know, you're walking as Ellie. Yeah. And it, I don't know, it just reminded me of it because, like... It's such a different perspective than we played for most of the game, you know? I mean, it's kind of interesting, too, because that's a good way of tying together. I mean, visually, it's kind of cool with the pictures. Like, oh, that's kind of clever. And um, Wait, I, I actually didn't really get that. So why did they put all their pictures up? I know it said, like, oh, they must want to be fo- found, you know? So at but- some point... Uh, I'm not sure if it's because, like, for example, if he's looking for Eddie... Well, I mean, why it's looking for Eddie, or if, if they're looking for the people in their own stories or whatever... Um, there was one of those boards that looks like, you know, when the infection first hit and people are like, oh, I'm looking for so-and-so, whatever. There's a lot of older photos underneath. And then these guys kind of figured, oh, what the fuck? And then just added theirs to to the pile as it were. So, I mean, that's my loose understanding. It's probably something as simple as that. Like that's their excuse for using that as the interface for selecting the story. You know, you have an image there, you have the name. (laughs) <laughs> you'd think you'd also have like a little piece of paper like with some text but uh, they didn't really go that far about that yeah 
Because that's the thing, like, oh, here's a picture of me, but how would you actually find me? <laughs> so, right. That's what they don't really explain. Like, I guess she saw the smoke, but what if the smoke was coming from uh, somebody else's fire, you know? Like, it wasn't actually theirs. Or some burning corpses or something fun. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> some cannibals cooking, you know? The guys from Last of Us. Oh, geez. or the guys from the fucking episode two. <laughs> right. The, the dairy farm. Oh, my God. From every version of The Walking Dead, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, so far, so good. Like, they they were able to play around with the DLC because you don't really have a main character yet. But definitely, I would think... I know they're going the... It sounds like they're going the community route for the next game. But I would think even with a whole group of people, you're probably going to end up having one or two or just like a handful of them max that will be like the main character so that yeah. that still eventually will be the challenge for them like we need to establish a new main character that will make you care about them just as much as lee but not be lee you know like right. maybe they'll maybe this will be a more fucked up person perhaps maybe like you can affect like the 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 psyche of this person like maybe you can make them worse or make them better i don't know maybe they're the ones that fuck up the community or or something Uh, like a like a a good evil um scale type of thing that they do in uh like a mass effect or uh oh like paragon or renegade kind of yeah exactly they they danced around with that a tiny bit with lee but like overall lee was never really like super bad sometimes you would have his little dark moments but like he still over, uh, no matter what you did, there were a bunch of scenes where he would always kind of do the same thing. Like yeah. they were the, the, the core parts of Lee. So at the at the worst, he was kind of a middle of the road sort of guy. He wasn't like an extreme renegade version. But it would be interesting if you did have a character that could potentially go all the way uh, uh, good or all the way evil. Right. And then see, is that going to just, is he self destructive and he's going to destroy everybody's like chance of survival? Or is he actually going to do what he has to do, maybe self sacrificial in some ways to try to save everybody? But I don't know. I think Lee's successful because he's complex like that. If you, maybe if you have somebody that's extreme, it won't be as interesting because it's more like, it feels less real. Because it's more like comic booky, yeah, or forcing you to ch- do things that you don't want to do. Yeah, because that was one of the problems I had f- for a bunch of parts of of the Mass Effect series, where it's like, well, if I want to max out my Paragon score, it's like I have to be a nice guy all the time, and sometimes feel like a pushover and just kind of grit my teeth right. and bear it when someone's being a dick towards me, because then otherwise you start to accumulate too many Renegade points. Yeah, but hopefully for this they'll be looser about that, and they won't be so strict about you know like okay you can do this many good things, but if you do one more bad thing, <laughs> then you're gonna get like the bad ending, you know. But yeah, it's it's a good DLC. I it's a little quick, but then again, there's enough variation that I would assume most people would play it more than once, unless you're doing the YouTube route for it. Right. <clears throat> and it was fun to look at. There's a couple people I watch uh, for Let's Play videos. And, um, like, uh, if you ever watch, not the main Yogg's cast channel, but the, the one where, what's her name, Hannah, does a lot of Let's Plays. She's really funny. She's British, and she does pretty funny commentaries when she's playing. And I, I was watching her play The Last of Us and, and the previous, uh, you know, the, the main Walking Dead game. And yeah. so I was looking forward to her doing the DLC, and she didn't disappoint. She's pretty funny. 
Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting to see on YouTube other people's reactions to things. Because some, oh, some people always have like really extreme reactions to stuff that I normally am like, oh, I, I kind of saw that coming. So it, it's cool. Yeah. To- I, I mean, does that are those, are those dumber people? Is that what's no, no. happening? No, no, no. It's just like people analyze things differently. Because everybody's different, so wow, that is yeah, that is the most generous thing I, I think I've heard anyone say. Like, no, they're not dumb; they just I mean think differently. Some people could it's be true. Dumb. Yeah, I, I no, got to give it to but, you. But it's... some people analyze or or they prioritize things differently. So, for example, I might be super shocked that some dude does this specific action, but maybe someone else who is already thinking about that sort of thing more would be like not so shocked because they're like. Well, if I was in this position, maybe this would actually make sense or something. You know, like it's it's just how people uh, uh, r- rationalize things. Like some people just handle stuff differently. Now, granted, there could be some some people that are stupid. <laughs> they just don't pay attention to fucking stories and just, you know, like um, th- there's always kind of that little subsection of gamers that are a little. I wouldn't say brain dead, but they're way too straightforward. So sometimes a game that is complex that has good writing, but that has writing that's somewhat subtle in the character development, will go right over their heads. Like their analyzation just isn't there. Like they'll kind of be at the ground floor, and that's it. And if you try, yeah, to- there are plenty of games to satiate those gamers' taste. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So if you have something like Walking Dead, where maybe people might seem like a dick, but if you think about it, they're not really being a dick because they're just trying to protect somebody or trying to do this or that. You'll have those ground floor people that'll be like, ah, that guy's a dick, and then never change their opinion of that person ever again. I think it's kind of the same with the uh, Last of Us people that we talked about that just said, oh, you know, kill all those doctors in the end there. Joel's being selfish. Well, (laughs) yeah, but, I mean, there's reasons for it, and also consider the environment they're, they're in, like... This isn't like modern day society where maybe there are a, a larger majority of people that could be worth saving. You got a lot of supreme assholes in this like Last of Us society. Yeah. That's like fuck them. <laughs> what have they done for other people? Nothing. Well, eat them maybe. You know. But yeah, I think uh, overall, uh, overall, a pretty good uh, little bridge there. Yeah. Yeah, a nice a nice approach, and I wish they would do more of like a notification when they're doing this because I just noticed randomly like oh by the way the last the 400 days DLC is available now it's like what I thought it was gonna be available in a week or two what oh oh well and then I just paid for it but they I didn't see like a huge announcement that they like they usually tend to do for these things yeah maybe because it's not the start of something huge just yet. So they don't want to get people's hopes up like, all right, I can't wait to play the next episode and it's going to be a while. You want it to sell though, right? So (laughs) just just make it more obvious. But uh, the next day after the, maybe the next two days after something, when people started putting up reviews on the game websites, I was like, okay, now people will be more aware of the fact that it's out. It's just the first day it came out, it's like maybe me and a handful of other people I could see were playing it. So, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Good job, good Telltale. Stuff. Keep keep doing it. They're, they're coming out with that Fable series. Hopefully that's as good as the Walking Dead stuff. But Is that back on? Wasn't that on and off and on again? Well, I thought at one point, correct me if I'm wrong. I know we talked about it before on the Yeah, podcast. we talked about, I, I believe the Fables thing is still going. I thought at one point they were teasing that they might actually be able to do a King's Quest game. And then that oh, seemed yeah, to have gotten weird. shuttered by Activision or somebody else. So uh, maybe that's not actually happening anymore, which would kind of suck because 
Man, it's been so long since I played a Sierra game. And Sierra is, I believe Activision owns Sierra because it was part of like Vivendi. So Activision's just been sitting on a ton of Sierra franchises for forever. And not like, hey, dude, can you guys like restart? <laughs> maybe I don't want them to restart Quest for Glory. Maybe they could, maybe they'll fuck it up. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. um, I, I, I wouldn't mind it if you had people that were in love with the original games that wanted to do it justice. Like, well, give it a shot. See what happens. Because Telltale's proved that adventure games aren't like dead. They're still very viable so long as you make them compelling. If you try to make them like cookie cutter or carbon copies of previous ones, then don't be surprised when they don't sell very well. Yeah, and I mean, they do sell well when you pair it with a popular, you know, existing IP as well. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it can help strengthen it too. So, yeah. Yeah, all right. I think, I think that's good. So if, if you've played The Walking Dead, I, I'm pretty sure I can say for the both of us that we recommend it. Indeed. It's, indeed. It's it's not expensive. It's like five bucks, right? Yep. Come on. That's cheap DLC. Just pick it up. Pretty good. All right, guys. So, it's the end of the show. No more. The real end. The Bye. Real- <laughs> the serious end. Anyway, yeah. th- thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.